From classics to campers, hot rods to hoopties, Seaberg Muffler, your exhaust headquarters since 1974, Armour Road in Burlington in North Kansas City, Missouri. On this week's episode of the Northeast Newscast, we are speaking with Liz Zini about her new role as director of the Don Bosco Center and the new vision and goals for the center. Zini became the director in March. The plan is for the Don Bosco Center renovations to be done by the end of the year, Zini said. The new goal for the center is to make it a community gathering space that serves more people of all ages. They are including a commercial kitchen for people to rent, classrooms where classes such as cooking and fitness will take place, and a gymnasium which will be used for athletics and fitness and as an event space. For those that don't know, tell me about the Don Bosco Center. So Don Bosco Center started in 1940, and um, we kind of currently have two um, facets that we serve. We have a senior center, which is located at 580 Campbell, and the senior center really caters to our senior population, and we have we serve, on average, a little over 500 hot meals a day, Monday through Friday, to our seniors. Many of those are meals on wheels that we take out, but we probably do 175 meals in-house where seniors come to eat, get their hot meal, And in addition to that, we have a pool room, we have different exercise classes for the seniors, and it's truly a community center. I think a lot of the clients that we serve would not have access or would not have the companionship that they have with other peers, like-minded peers, if they didn't have the senior center available to them. In addition to that, we do emergency assistance for some seniors who have trouble with paying bills or, you know, we help out with medical issues as well. So Don Bosco is very important for those seniors. And the other facet we currently have is our ESL school. And that's located over on Benton Boulevard. And our ESL school, we teach English to refugees and immigrants. And it's been very successful. And in addition to that, we do workforce development. So a lot of these individuals that come to our country have 10 days to either be enrolled in school or have a job, which is not a lot of time at all. Um, So what we do is we give them skills and we teach them trades. And that way they can hopefully graduate in whatever skill field, whether it's hospitality or forklift or CNA. We do sewing as well. Hopefully they graduate with that program and have a job that they can have a sustainable living. And so that way it gives them benefits and they can kind of get on their feet and make their way with their families. And then the third piece that's coming in is going to be the community center, which I was hired to be the director of the community center three months ago. And it's actually located in the original Don Bosco building over at Missouri and Campbell. So what's your role at the Don Bosco center? So my role is to be the community center director and I am basically in charge of putting programming into the community center and making a thriving place. For a brief little history of the community center, it was the original Don Bosco building. Like I said, it's located at the corner of Missouri and Campbell, and it is across the street from Holy Rosary Catholic Church. And the building construction started in the late 1930s. Bill Sr., who is the patriarch of J.E. Dunn right now, his father donated the bricks back in 1930s. And Bill Sr. still remembers Italian immigrants getting off the bus, rolling up their, their sleeves, tucking their ties in their shirts, and learning how to become bricklayers. So there's a lot of nostalgia and history tied to that building. And so the building used to be a thriving staple in Columbus Park. It was where everyone went for, you name it, for athletics, for events, for just a huge community gathering place. So my role is to bring in various programs 
programming, whether it be community ed or partnering with different nonprofits and organizations in the city, we're putting a wide variety of things in there. So really just trying to make that building packed as much as possible. So how did you get this position? I went to school to become a teacher. So I was a teacher for 10 years. And then after 10 years of teaching, I wanted to try something different. And my heart is one of service. And so I jumped into the nonprofit realm two years ago. While I was a teacher, somewhere down along the way, I became the teacher that got a lot of kiddos with some exceptionalities and special needs in my class, which I absolutely loved. And so after 10 years of teaching, I just decided to join this new nonprofit that was really focusing on helping our kids with exceptionalities become part of our Catholic school. So I worked for them for a year and a half, and it's a whole new animal, whole new ballpark doing nonprofit and not just nonprofit, but doing a startup. Learned a ton, grew my skill set quite a lot, and I really wanted more so of interacting with people. And so um, Mo Orpin, who's the executive director down at Don Bosco, I've known her for quite some time. She was an assistant principal at one of the schools I taught at, and she's been at Don Bosco, I think, six or seven years. And this community center position came up, and so I was talking with her, and she's an incredible person to work for. She has the biggest heart of anyone I've ever met. And so when the opportunity came to apply, I jumped at it and haven't looked back. I've been incredibly pleased and happy. Everyone is so gracious and welcoming there. And from our seniors, the clients that we serve, because I'm currently in the senior center, to my colleagues, it's just been an incredible, wonderful experience. So tell me about the renovations. As I mentioned earlier, Mr. Dunn's dad donated the bricks, and there's a lot of emotion and nostalgia tied to that building. It would have been a lot cheaper to tear the entire building down and start from scratch. But I think keeping the structure that we currently have fits with the neighborhood, and it really is important to those people who are tied to Don Bosco. So construction is officially underway. They broke ground last June, I believe. And then I'm coming to find out with construction, there's hiccups along the way. You anticipate all these things happening, not happening, um, and things come up. So, so far we have a new roof put on, which helped with water damage, like leaking. We've done some brickwork and tuck pointing. And then we have the whole inside is demoed as well. The interior is totally cleaned out inside. Cleaned out in the sense that it is ready to go with the new construction. So if you were to drive past it today, you would see chain link fence up around the parking lot and there it's an active site currently. They're we had to get rid of, you know, a building from 1940, we had to get rid of asbestos and lead paint and all of that. So um, we're as frustrating as it can be with the time it takes construction to happen. We don't want to rush something and not do it the right way. So the construction has officially started and it's a really incredible space there. It's kind of bizarre because it's tri-level, if you will. Imagine one of those old houses where you walk in and go up six steps, down six steps. So the first floor right now is currently wide open and we are looking for a possible anchor tenant to go in there. Someone that fits our mission of the mission of Don Bosco to help those individuals who might not necessarily have an equal playing field as everyone else to be self-sufficient and contributing members of our society. We have a really diverse, ethnically diverse population that we serve. So we we're talking with a couple different organizations to try to get someone in there that fits with our mission. That whole bottom floor, we're hoping for an anchor tenant and then we're putting a commercial kitchen in, which will be great. Farm to market or farm to table just closed over in River Market. And that commercial kitchen the one in River Market was open for people to rent out to do different things. So we're hoping for a plethora of things to take place in that kitchen. Of course, for people with food trucks and whatnot or that want to sell at Farmer's Market to have that space available to rent to get their business going. So an incubator as well, someone that's interested in possibly canning or preserving or something along those lines. We're looking at doing health-related classes and courses for people and cooking. And there's a whole, a whole wide variety of things. And we're hoping to have a partnership across the street 
street with Holy Rosary. They have a great space, but it's just not big enough. So they could just pop across the street for that would be great. What are the goals and vision for the Don Bosco Center? Okay, so this is a big question. I would say the goals and vision of the community center would for sure be to live out, to continue to live out the mission that Don Bosco has with the ESL school and the senior center, which is, um, if I am technical, I wrote down what the specific mission is instead of my my take on it. Um, Don Bosco positions our ethnically diverse population of all ages across metropolitan Kansas City to be self-sufficient and contributing members of this great community. So with that being said, we really want to expand in the fact that we're serving more people. I mean, as a nonprofit, you're not obviously looking to make money. You're looking, how can we help and reach more people and serve people? So having this community center, I think, is going to be a huge asset to the neighborhood, not only Columbus Park, but look at Indian Mound and Pendleton heights and scary all that and really what can we do what can we put in there to make it a thriving place as it once was so the different ideas for programming that we have to put in there um, we're looking at community ed for all ages when this capital campaign started three years ago they thought well great we'll have a youth center which sounds wonderful Um, you know we serve our seniors at the senior center we serve our middle age at middle age and older young adults, I guess, if you will, not older young adults, but young adults, if you will, for our ESL school. And then what are we doing for our youth? It's kind of hard to approach a building thinking that, okay, it's going to sit basically vacant for the majority of the days during the school year. Summer, of course, would be thriving. And we have to also remember down the street, Garrison Center is right there and they do a lot of youth programming. And so we don't want to take away of anything what they're doing. We just, we don't want to duplicate what they're doing. We want to enhance and kind of fill in the gaps where we see you need. So instead of just a youth center, it's going to be a community center for all ages. So with that being said, my goals to have in there is community education, like I said, for all ages, whether that be anything from fitness classes to healthy lifestyles to art classes to um, we're looking at putting some workforce development, kind of piggybacking on ESL and having some over there. So there's a wide variety, and I've met with many, many organizations and people in the community to just figure out how we can partner instead of me trying to start everything from scratch. How, hey, we have this great space. You have a great program. Let's work together for this. We're looking at to be a community gathering space as well. If you go up to the gymnasium, that used to be the Friday night hangout, apparently. They would have movie nights. So there's this old projector room, like a spiral staircase that you walk up. And so anything we can do to engage the community and bring them in, we're hoping to become part of the art walk. So Columbus Park has a third Friday art walk and we're hoping to become a stop on their art walk. We're looking, we have a commercial kitchen that we're putting in there. And so having that available for people to use, like I mentioned, the gymnasium, it used to be a big, there was, if you go back and look at the pictures from the fifties and sixties and seventies, and actually some of our board members are in those pictures, which is kind of funny because some of our board members grew up in that, in that neighborhood and in that, in that building, it was a big sports athletic thing for kids. So there was baseball, there was football, there was basketball, there was volleyball. So a whole slew of things. So wanting to bring some component of that back and, you know, use the gymnasium for a true gymnasium space for athletics and exercise. But then also on the flip side, use it as an event space. It is beautiful inside. So that's all exposed brick walls. They have, when they put the new roof on, they kept it exposed. So there's rafters and it's just a really, really neat space. And then there's an old stage. And so, I mean, it would just be natural to have your band or your DJ or whatever up there for your wedding. So to have that 
available. So not just for wedding receptions or rehearsal dinners, but also, hey, I have a family reunion. Or uh, I was talking with someone who lives in Pendleton Heights yesterday, and she said, oh my gosh, we usually do this big fundraiser. Wouldn't it be great if we did it at the community center? And I said, of course, you know, anything we can, this building is here for people to use. So really to try to get it back to that. And then, like I mentioned before, we wanted an anchor tenant of some sort. So really, what can we do to partner and help out different organizations in our city and kind of provide a space in, quite honestly, an up-and-coming neighborhood? It sounds weird to say that about Columbus Park, but Columbus Park has a lot of young families moving back in. And so to have different things available and have a space available is really important for us. How is this new experience for the Don Bosco Center going to impact the community? So we're hoping that this will just, like I mentioned, a nonprofit, really our goal is obviously not to make money, but it's to serve more people. So I think this just is going to expand our reach. And I think for so long, Don Bosco has been known in the community for helping seniors and for helping our immigrants and refugees. And we obviously want to keep doing that because they do a phenomenal job. But I think for, you know, your 20-some or 30-sums that move into the neighborhood or that live in the adjacent neighborhoods to say, hey, this is great. We can go down here for these classes. I kind of envision it as... As, um, something that will be a space that people will think of when they when they are wanting. Okay, what's some what are some new community ed things that I can try? I live near UMKC, so I look at Com University's catalog all the time. I'm like, ooh, I would love to try X Y Z. So what could we bring in for that? To have a big thing that people are frustrated with in the area is lack of fitness centers. From my understanding, there was that city gym. I think it was city gym. There was a, a, a workout facility, a gym over in River Market that had a fire and hasn't reopened opened. Garrison Center has a fitness center, which we're not going to do a fitness center, but to have a space to offer yoga or Pilates or Zumba or pickleball or volleyball, all of these things, I think that will really draw in a different crowd that we're really not hitting at the moment. So in some of the different organizations that we're talking to in regards to partnering, I think that will just bring in a whole different crowd that we aren't currently assisting or serving, if you will. So I really think that having this building up and running in the neighborhood is just going to be positive all around for everyone that is there. So as the new director, what are your personal goals? So my personal goals, I think, would be for the community center to be a staple in the Columbus Park neighborhood again, and to do it justice, if that makes sense. There, as I mentioned, there are some people on our board that will tell me what they used to do every year at the community center. You know, okay, this month we did this, then we did this, then we did that. I want to make sure that we're recognizing the history of that building, but also keeping up with the times, if you will. So you know, recognize that this was a phenomenal space for X, Y, and Z back in the 1940s, 1950s, 60s, 70s, but also realizing that if we truly want to serve the people that we have around us, then we need to kind of shift what happened before. And we're not going to replicate what they did before exactly, but to bring in the great things that were successful and we think would still be successful, but then also bring in new ideas. And I'm one of those people that if I, I probably learned this while teaching, uh, my first year teaching, I would start a lesson and I would say, okay, like I would stick to the lesson no matter if like kids were totally not getting it. And I'm like, no, I, I made this lesson. And I have to do this lesson. And then by year two, I'm like, whoop, this is not working. We're going to throw, you know, like I was very open with the kids and I would say, you know what, you're really not quite getting the way I'm teaching reducing fractions really isn't making sense. So guess what? We're going to move on from this and then we're going to come back and revisit a different way. So I think for myself to, to be aware that there might be some, there'll be successes obviously, but there'll also be some failures, but not to get discouraged by the failures, but to learn from them and say, okay, this part of this worked. What can I do to 
to tweak it to make it more successful in our building. So my goal really is to make it a thriving spot in the neighborhood, but also be open to different ideas and any, you know, people I've met with quite a few members of our neighborhood of the Columbus Park neighborhood. And some of them who, like I said, grew up there, some who have lived in the neighborhood for three or four years. And everyone has lots of ideas, which is phenomenal because this is, I want to make it what they want it to be. Uh, At the same time, realizing, okay, we need to try it. If it doesn't work, then move on. If it does work, keep going with it. So kind of being open to possibilities at the same time, managing and being consistent, if that makes sense. It's kind of all encompassing in that whole statement, I guess. Um, keep keep posted on Facebook. We'll, ha- we'll start to put some updates on there. Really just once it's open up and running, we'd love to have people down there, love for people to come in and see it. And if there are things that you would love to see in that space or you're you thought, hey, this would be a great idea. Don't hesitate to reach out. And the more information I get that what people want, then the better idea I have of what can go in that building. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Northeast Newscast. I'm Lane Straysner.